calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? Noah Daniels here, and this is part two of our episode with LC from Love is Blind and her friend Robert. Enjoy! There was an abandoned mansion by the theater. That place is like a new development in the past like 15 years. But I guess before these like beautiful like home and gardens mansions sprouted up in the middle of nowhere, um, there was one before it. And um, we've been told by all, we got we got really close of like the townies, like the people that lived around it, who were like the coolest people on earth. We loved them so much, and they would always tell us these stories. And one was like, "Well, there's that abandoned mansion in the woods back there," and we were like, "Oh, shut up, you're crazy." And then we went, and we went down a so we went down a gravel road. You have to walk like a quarter mile down a gravel road, and like there's all like grown up with weeds and trees, and you get back, and it's still there because I went back there like a year ago. Lauren, I didn't tell you that. Like, I went and saw a show down there, and I went I back. I will not go. I'm not going to that. Like, I'm not inviting myself to this kind of stuff. Like, if it happens, it happens, but I'm not seeking it out, you know? It's, right, right. It's back okay. there, and it's a huge, huge, like, big house. I would say, I've like, literally never even seen it. I don't even want to see the house. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> I would say, like, seven rooms, three stories, and in the yard of the house is a giant brick pyramid. Like what? a pyramid statue um, in a courtyard. And then it's unlocked. It has like the restricted paper on the front door, but you, you can go in and the floor is caved in of the living room, but there's other rooms too. And in each room, there are like pictures on the floor of like families of different families. There are like um, clothes and toys scattered all about. And all the residents are like, it was a cult that lived there. It was a cult. And so like, we, like, we really bought into that because it, it does look just like it. Um, and I don't know if you guys want to go down there, we can go. Cause I'm obsessed with it. Cause it's such a strange thing. And we, we even researched like what it was. We Googled and like, there's not much about it that like, you, you can see that it is a house back there, but it's just wow. an abandoned house. Did you have any spooky stuff or was it just like vibes while you were there? It was 100% normal to me, but I went with Will and it was like, I felt things. It was horrible. It was horrible. Um, but like, I'm the skeptic that doesn't feel things. I don't feel things at all. 
Um, yeah. yeah. I feel like Will is more like, he's more into energies though and stuff. Like he could feel that. But like, I don't think people know that they're like that because I do think that I'm also like that, which is why I was like, I'm not fucking going <laughs> because I know that if I do that, <clears throat> some I'm going to feel something, whether it's in my head or really happening. And if it's really happening, I'm going to convince myself it's in my head anyway. So like, I don't want to be possessed by a demon. Or open that no. Pandora's box. Yeah. I'm not trying to be responsible for that. Honestly, <laughs> that's probably what's causing coronavirus. Someone's probably oh walking around in that house. <laughs> yeah, honestly, they unlocked that like pyramid. That. They they tore down that pyramid, and now coronavirus. I mean that that I mean it's truly an end a wild thing that's back there, and I have always thought about it and like wondered why it's there. And I kind of want to start a podcast by my by itself to discover why that's back there, what happened there. Just record but, every episode by the pyramid. Yeah. No. I mean, as soon as you said a pyramid in the backyard, my mind instantly went to something occult is going uh-huh. on there. It's not in the backyard. It's it's like the front showcased in the oh. walls around it. It's like a gorgeous thing. Well, now it's I went last year and it's all grown over. But when we were there, it wasn't grown over. It looked like it had been named. You sure little Alex doesn't live in the pyramid? <laughs> he might. He might be there. We actually had a spirit guy come out of the pyramid and show us through the way all summer long. <laughs> That's where we had our liquor from. We got it from that house. Was this like a super religious town or anything or history of that? No, there's no religion at all. I mean, I don't think it's no religion at all. I think there's people who are religious. It's like, a pagan town. Not... Yeah. <laughs> well, it... <laughs> it's funny you say that it's a pagan town. Remember that festival they had, Warren? Which one? The ones where they wore bones. Yeah. That's what? what? Yeah. <laughs> I think you guys were in a cult. I didn't know. <laughs> we might now I believe. I now believe in witches and warlocks and. That's just after Love Is Blind, <laughs> though, right? Yeah. That's why I did Love Is Blind. I was like, well, whatever. I mean, this everything's nothing's real and everything's real, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that. <laughs> if you survive that year, you can survive any reality show. Yeah. yeah. And you don't know, like people in the pods could have been ghosts. Like, did you really know? <laughs> Literally did not. Honestly, we were at certain points. We were like, <clears throat> what if there's not actually people on the other side? They're just like, it's like a joke, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right, like a I kept waiting for like the blue glass to just like either go clear or just drop. Like when drop. people were like, I love you. And then it just goes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. So Robert, did you have, um, I know you said you don't feel anything or have dreams, but did you have any dreams after this too? Or it's just that, that instance. And then it was gone. Once I left there, they all stopped. Wow. Well, there was one time, so I lived in the room, um, like, so there was like the main level of the house and then there was like upstairs bedrooms and there's the basement downstairs. And I lived in one of the upstairs bedrooms and I slept next to Allie. Allie's probably more like into all that kind of stuff, especially at the time, like than I was like more believe, like believing that more. The bed was I slept next to the window in the wall there. And then it was so funny because I like woke up, turned over. I had like the best dream. And, um, I was like, Oh, I like such a great dream. And she's like, Oh, what was it? I had a crazy dream too. It was like really intense. Um, I, I definitely, she's like kind of seemed like weirded out. And I was like, um, I was just like on a date with Chad Michael Murray. 
that was it that was my, that was my dream and then Allie was like oh well I had a dream that there was a dark shadowy figure coming from that window next to you and went under your bed and I was like oh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me that wasn't chad michael murray in my bed cool <laughs> you, you know it's interesting like so we've been doing this podcast for i guess like five months now maybe um we've done i don't know like 40 episodes so we've heard a lot of different stories from a lot of different people we know a lot of the people that come on but we also have people on maybe fans or whatever that reach out and recommend people but what we do see is like all of these similarities in the stories which is so crazy because like we're all skeptical but we're all different levels of skeptic i would say especially after hearing mm-hmm. all these stories i think regardless of where we started, we've cued more to like believing just because we've heard so many stories, but we've heard like the dream thing where people will dream the same things or like shadows coming down and under, or, you know, it's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That always fascinates me. Like when the same people have the the same things without knowing that those things were going to happen beforehand, you know? Yeah. That really makes me think about like, I kind of come at it from like an energy perspective, I guess, like, For example, I don't know if you guys knew this, but a bunch of us do improv together. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, I guess it's just, I feel like we bring that up in every episode. (laughs) No, I I I didn't know that. (laughs) Oh, cool. Um, So you guys at some point, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think you came. I remember you came. This was before I had watched the show. I remember you came to like a show I was in with Nick. And I remember like so many people were just like, oh my gosh, someone from Love is Blind is here. Like the least important one from the show, I guess. I was just going to ask you, what is it like to go on? um, Because like Kat said, we all do improv and you know, some of us have acted and done different things in the industry, but what's it like to go on a show? Because I mean, I assume you're aware of this, but like you're one of the fan favorites um, on the show. What's it like to have that experience to be on like a reality show and they come out of it and like, you know, not come out like somebody that people hate <laughs> that people they like. Is that something you would recommend? Did you enjoy it? Or like, how does that feel? Yeah. I mean, I would definitely, I would do another show. You know, I had a good experience. I feel like I also feel though that I lucked out really with my experience that I didn't like, I was like in it just enough to like people, like majority of people like knew who I was and were like rooting for me or whatever. And like sad for me and you know, whatever. But I, I don't know. It was weird. It was, I would do it again though. Like, I mean, yeah, it was fun. I I do think it's also kind of weird though, getting, cause I don't, don't really get a lot of negativity, like negative. I don't see a lot of negative messages. Like I know the most negative things I've seen are like that I was boring or, Oh no. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, I'll take it. Like, (laughs) or that like, I don't even know, just like that kind of stuff. And and, maybe uh, not, not boring, just like the most grounded or sane. (laughs) But I felt like a psycho when I was there. So yeah, they really really gear you up on those shows. Um, So did I see on your Instagram that you've also been watching uh, Love Island? Yes, I love Love Island. So I've only really season five fully. But I just but started the UK, right? That's the one you're watching. Yeah, yeah. So my wife and I, like, we never watched it, but now that everybody's on lockdown, like I find that I'm watching things that <laughs> I wouldn't have watched before. It's a good one to pass the time. It it's really like is. there's so many episodes. And I lied to myself. I was like, oh, I want to write a sketch about Love Island, but I don't really know how it works. And now I've watched the Oops. last season of the UK and two seasons of the Australia uh version of Love Island. Ooh, is the Australia one good? It is. It's more um 
it's a lot more drama and like fight like they fight a lot more like they the the first season i watched like there was like a physical fight in the show Ooh, yeah I love that. like that uk season that i watched i think was the last one like season six it was like sweet and nice i felt like for most of the show okay. you know interesting yeah yeah i will say it is kind of weird though when people say night a lot of nice things about you because like i am a good person i am a nice person but like i feel like people kind of put me on this like you know, don't bubble or something. And like, yeah, you know, I'm like, it's been a year and a half for me since I would left the show. So like I've dealt with it all, you know, like I'm friends with Barnett and Amber, but it was just like weird to, to be like, man, I feel like I can't do anything bad now. I can't say anything mean (laughs) or sassy because they're going to be like, I don't know. They'll just, because I am a pretty sarcastic person. Like I've, I'm nice, but like, I like to, you know, poke fun at people. I can take it as well. You know, you ever do a show like big brother or love Island. I've never really seen big brother actually. I mean, I know kind of the gist of it, but I, I mean, maybe I guess, I mean, it seems fun. It's like the pods, but instead of finding love, you're like trying to get money and you play games. Yeah. yeah, Basically. (laughs) Noah's trying to figure out a way to do like a ghost dating show. So like, if you're interested, (laughs) are we? (laughs) I'm just kidding. It'd be hard to cast. Dating a ghost cheating on your boyfriend because I would do it. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to like what I, uh, why I brought up improv um, was that like, there was this one night recently, not recently, because we've all been in our homes, but the last show that I was in, uh, two things were brought up in our show on stage. It was like the Bop It game and then JJ's name, actually. <laughs> I was not there. He was not there. Oh, um, oh. And then there were two shows after us with completely different casts. And uh, both of those things got brought up, JJ's name and Bop It in detail. And it was crazy because like the people in the show had not been watching um, or at least the people that brought up the topic. So it makes me think like, do we, do you like leave an energy somewhere that someone else can just kind of soak up and, uh, it becomes, you know, part of their, uh, present life in a way. I don't know. That makes, I believe that. that's how I kind of like view ghost right now, at least. Yeah. That's yeah. how I view them too, Kat. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, cause just the, like the area that, that, that handyman pickup truck, man, um, pointed to it was exactly right where Will and I were sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly mm-hmm. where we were, and we were experiencing the same dreams. We, we were experiencing the same like experience through that living through that home. And I, I feel like we picked up on that energy, and that it was like I don't want to say we were tarnished by it, but like we were holding on to it somehow. Yeah, like, yeah. and you guys both have a lot of experience in theaters, and JJ, I know you do too. Um, they always talk about how theaters are some of the most haunted places. Yeah, it seems every theater has a ghost. And and if you, like that, mm-hmm. there are so many experiences that are experienced in theaters that it makes sense that a lot of energy would be left over. And so, you know, there's been theaters where like, Oh, there's an old man always in that seat in the audience, every show we have. Okay. Well maybe that was an old guy who used to come watch a show in that seat every single time. And that gives me chills. You got chills. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think there's something to it. But also it's actors. Like we, we, we literally have to train ourselves to be, open and receptive to energy and empathy because we have to react to it on stage and like yeah especially like the the asshole actors like i have to be open and free at all times (laughs) um i feel like 
maybe they're more susceptible to those energies. Yeah. And, well, and the actors before you, that makes them more open to leaving energy. And then you guys accepting the energy. I've never sounded so woo woo, but I'm starting to really believe it. Oh my gosh. Are you guys all believers now? Did we do it? <laughs> <laughs> JJ's like, oh. not over my dead body. Never. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, you know, I'm still skeptical. Um, but that dream thing is really freaking me out. Uh, and I don't know if, you know, maybe that's, evidence of there being a ghost maybe that's to suggest there's stuff about how dreaming works that you know we still don't know about i, I don't know maybe it's an energy thing I was saying, but, it might have been an energy thing because i mean the guy shot himself in the head like in right. right there where they were sleeping so i mean it might have just been like even without knowing they yeah. kind of picked up on that fact that it was all like a lot of when we were drinking is when this would happen. Like a lot of weird stuff would happen. And he was an alcoholic, the guy who shot himself in the head in the basement. And that's how he died too, was like partying with his friends. And then he got aggressive and then they left and then he shot himself in the head later on that night. So it was like, that stuff is weird to me too. Like there was, we had like this like boom box thing that was like not ours or just came with the house kind of. And um, it was on top of the, the TV, the, the giant like media yeah. TV thing. The fireplace. Yeah. And so it was sitting up there. we never had any issues with it. We always like played music from it and it was not like that far. It's huge, you know, and it wasn't that far. It had like three pieces on it. It's like one of those. Um, and it was never really that far to the edge of the, of that little console. I don't know what it's called. Um, but so when we were going to celebrate Will's birthday, which is Will specifically is the weird part of this too, because they were like kindred spirits or whatever. And we had known about it for a couple months at this point. And I don't know if it was you, Robert, or somebody, like we went to go get alcohol and we came back and Will was playing music. So, I mean, he very well could have like moved to the edge or something weird happened, but he said he did not, but it's a big thing. Like it would have to have, like nothing really happened that big for it to fall suddenly like this, but like, like a push. Yeah. Like we literally, we had all the alcohol in our hands. We like, we opened the door, but not like, we didn't like slam the door open, you know, like we just opened the door like normal, but then we were all like, woo, you know, like party, happy birthday. And, um, the thing fell almost on will, like will had just taken one step forward and it, it fell. It fell. <laughs> and so oh we were like, my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you guys still know Will or was that just somebody you knew during that time period? Yeah, I was friends with him in high, in, uh, not high school, in college. And um, we still talk to him a lot now, not as often, but... Do you know if he's ever been con connected to this ghost since then or had any issues? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, Lauren and I were worried about it afterwards. Like, I remember us being like actually worried. We were, we, we were like... <laughs> Cause like some, something weird would happen, you know, like a light would turn off in our apartment afterwards. We'd be like, Oh my God. You'd be like, Phil? <laughs> Did he follow us? He's here. Yeah. Um, Did Phil follow us? He was such a part of our existence. Yeah. We would talk about him every day. Yeah. Oh man. Really? Huh. It was like our well, We were like scared of him really. We, I mean, we knew he was like a nice ghost. Yeah. We thought he was a nice person, 
but I don't think he liked it when we really drank that much and we drank a lot. So (laughs) it's just interesting to think about like a remorseful ghost because of his alcoholism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess he was just like maybe stuck in limbo or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I also keep thinking, I keep thinking you're saying Filch. And so that's who I'm picturing now whenever we say Phil. So that's kind of, from Harry Potter. From Harry Potter. Petting oh, yeah. <laughs> his cat the entire yes. time. Yeah. What does he look like? I don't know. Petting, petting our pet chicken the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so, Lauren, yeah, you were I, saying that your college had a ghost as well? Yeah. I had a really, I went to a really old college too. Like, it was like 1816 or something. It was built or something like that. So, it was like pretty old. It's like up in the mountains, like, North, 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 North Georgia. It's like almost North Carolina. Um, we got our liquor store was in North Carolina. Um, but so Wait, what college was that? Young Harris College. Yeah, I went to North Georgia. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's like maybe an hour past that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Super close. But it was like a thing in our so we had like a black box and we had a normal theater, like proscenium stage theater. Um that theater, it's been like gutted and redone since I graduated, but it hadn't at the time. And um it was just very old, a lot of history in there, you know. Um like mm-hmm. the theater had been open, I mean, probably since the school was open. And so people would all you always hear like the ghost stories. It was called the Clegg Auditorium, and people would say they're like going clegging. And they would like go there in the middle, like in the middle of the night and like try to, you know, experience, have like a ghost experience. But like I was in there all the time, you know, so like I didn't really think about it like that. I mean, I will say I didn't like being in there by myself. I would, I would never want to be in there by myself, but just because I don't like being in a giant dark place with myself. But, um, I, I did think it was funny though, because it had like a, like the basement, I guess, part of it was like a bunch of classrooms and stuff and like music rooms and people would go down there and, um, do like a Ouija board or, you know, something like that. And then would go up and click But like, we were always down there. So I feel like it didn't freak me out as much. Like, cause I probably did experience these ghosts, but like, I definitely felt like you could feel something going on there when you were there, like when it was darker and quiet, like, but I also don't know if it's like, that was something in my head, you know, but I, we did like freak people out though. We like would, <laughs> we would like make, we would know when people were in there, like we, we just happened to be kind of, cause we all lived on campus too. So we could be there. We were there 24 seven. Um, so we all lived on campus all four years. Um, very, 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 very small school. And, um, so we would just like, you know, going to get something from the black box or going to get something from the rehearsal studio or something like that. Or we're just like walking around, like just, we were bored. And so there's <laughs> nothing to do up there. And, but then we would hear people or we would know of people going clagging that night. And we're like, Oh, let's like go mess with them. And, um, so I think a lot of people thought that there were actually ghosts in there, but yeah, we would like listen at the door and like they were had all the lights off and they were like doing a Ouija board. And, um, we'd start like, like not like banging, banging, but we would like believably, I guess, like banging on the, the walls and stuff. Um, and like making like weird, like scratching noises on the doors and, and like singing show tunes. Then we would, but like, because we knew that area so well, like all the like, nooks and crannies, we would hide so quickly. And we were just like, 
like dying laughing. Like I was literally about to like throw up from laughing so hard. Like it was the funniest thing ever. People would run and scream like away from there. And we were like, oh, well. Somewhere on some don't other, come back on some other ghost yeah. podcast right now, somebody's telling a story about going clegging and the haunting they experienced. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm, I don't doubt that there were ghosts there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe anyone except for people who were in theater there. Cause like we were always in there. And so I just know, like, I definitely mess with people. So yeah. but I don't think I would never have messed with anybody. Like people in theater, didn't, we didn't seek that out. Like we didn't go clegging, you know, like that we were in there so much. Like I had classes in there, you know, like I didn't need to do that. And, um, I just thought it was, I always thought it was funny. I love <laughs> that it's called clegging. That's what I know. Yeah. It's also, Noah, uh, either we're being haunted by a ghost or, or every now and then you've muted our mics, but we want to know. So in case we're being haunted by yeah, a I ghost. Was getting, I was getting feedback. So I was pausing. Oh, <laughs> oh cool. man. Come on, Noah. Well, I was like, is it happening right now? <laughs> is Phil oh, in the podcast right now? It's Phil. He's here. <laughs> we made eye contact like what <laughs> y'all i mean i feel like we're gonna listen back to this you're gonna like listen to the audio after this and it's just gonna be phil like keep my name out of your mouth <laughs> we recorded one episode from a haunted house and when i was doing the editing there was like this really weird long bass that just went up and then you heard the screech in the middle and then threw in and i have no still to this like i took my headphones off and threw them on the ground when i heard it during editing i was like what the fuck is that no um but i, I don't know what it was I'm and you didn't hear anything like that at the no. time and i always wear headphones plugged into the recorder so i i hear everything in real time heard nothing oh yeah um no, i am a huge skeptic but like even tonight i felt uncomfortable talking yes <gasps> really yeah i've been like getting weird vibes all night like i feel wrong that we did this so I, interesting yeah. i hope you turn on your tv and it's like a 90s braves game for no reason on every channel yeah. <gasps> <laughs> but i you said earlier it's like or somebody said that he's in limbo like he won't leave yeah i, I think it's something about that area like that. No, I think it's a thing. I really do believe. I honestly, I believe it now. Like, I do think it's it, it's a real thing. Like, um, like, I don't know. Limbo is a real thing, or I think I think that ghosts are in limbo. I think yeah. if you feel a presence of a ghost, it's because they're in limbo. They have some kind of unfinished business going on. And Haley Joel Osment to help them work through it. Oh my <laughs> Yes. Or Sabrina, the teenage witch. <laughs> yeah. But the new Sabrina Sabrina. or the old Sabrina? Which one? The new Sabrina. Yeah, she's so cool. Come on. She's pretty badass. I think there's just some weird dark she is shit. Bad yeah. I think there's just some weird dark shit that went down in that area. And like that that abandoned house and like Speaking the, of witches. And the, <laughs> yeah. and the sulfur we smelled and that bone party they had. Like it was just a lot of like it, the whole time there were things that made us uneasy. Um, here and there. We were doing so much that we were just, and so many, so much other weird stuff was happening too. Like, we've not even, this is not even the weirdest stuff that happened to us there. You know what I mean? Like, we had so many things go on there that were like hilarious. Like, one night there was literally like an ostrich, was it? No, it wasn't an ostrich. What is that? A llama loose in our front yard. Like, it was just like, oh, a lot of weird stuff happened. And so, yeah, it's, yeah. And a that lot of llama was actually dead for 50 years. <laughs> it was actually Phil. It was Phil, the llama. Oh, my God. Well, 
the cops couldn't catch it. Like the llama was in our yard for hours. And I think yeah. <laughs> in the living room and then the police lights like came in our window. We were like, oh fuck, what did we do? <laughs> and it was, and then we looked outside and there was a llama on our front porch. The fuck? I just love, I was not, I just, that. I love the drama of like a small town. Like everyone knows everything. Yeah, that's so yeah. crazy. It's, and we were, we were an exciting part of it because we were like, Six young kids that just came into the town for a year and then left, and we were all wild, wild person. Yeah, you guys were casted for the beginning of a horror movie, like that's what it was. Yeah, honestly, we should write it, we should get all together and write it while we're on, you know, in quarantine. quarantine. You can call it Cackle Corner, Lauren. Oh, yeah, that was weird. That's, I forgot about that. That's technically like where we lived. It was not called that, but like our location on like if we saw, like on Twitter, we tweet and it says our location or whatever, and it was like Cackle Corner, Georgia, and we're like, what? what? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Super weird. Oh, you know I'm finna Google this. <laughs> I actually never have. Have you ever Googled it, Robert? Oh, no, I just accepted the Cackle Corner. <laughs> Me too. I was you like, want to question it? <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Well, we appreciate yeah, you guys coming on so much. Um, before we get you out here, is there anything else you wanted to add about your stories? No, I think we've said it all. Awesome. Well, where can our fans find you guys? Um, on Instagram, at 123LaurenC. And then on Twitter, it's at 123LaurenMarie. I only use Instagram at Robert Heinzman. Yeah, thank you all so much for coming on to the podcast. <laughs> to quote the greatest Christmas movie of all time, The Santa Claus. Believing is seeing. Being is believing. Or something. Maybe vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> that is the quote, you guys. That was a button, Lauren. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ Crable. And I'm Kat. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.